Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Well, let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I am so excited for you to meet this friend of mine. First of all, which like this may be most important, like we are like the rainbow crew with our hair. Kristen has like hot pink and like lighter pink and like beautiful hair. And y'all know I have my dark purple hair and we both got it redone this week and it's just amazing. So, (laughs) but Kristen Meneth is my guest this week and she has the Wealth and Legacy Builders podcast. Mm -hmm. What her and her husband do is she, they do flips, they do VRBO, they help others buy, sell, and invest. And she is incredible with her knowledge that she has about money and using it to invest. And please don't turn off this podcast when you heard me say the word money, because the way that she comes about it is amazing. So I'm so excited for you to meet her. So welcome, Kristen. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Mary. I'm so happy to be here. It is an honor. You are amazing. And I'm just glad <laughs> we get to hang out and chat. Right? Y'all, I right before I hit record, I was like, man, I should have been recording the entire time because we have the most amazing like conversations and just the fire that she dropped right before we started was incredible. But I actually want to start with a story that I didn't tell her that I was going to share on here, but it's the story about, we were talking a couple of weeks ago and I just think that this is hilarious because one of the things that we were talking about is this aspect of rest and it, as business owners, like it can be difficult to actually take time and not just rest, but to do something that's fun, to do something that you find joyful, that brings you joy, that you can have fun. And so I challenged her to have some fun. And was it the same day that all of a sudden your keys disappeared? (laughs) By what? Your keys, your car keys. Was it the same day? It was either the same day or the day after. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I forgot about that. That's crazy. And so she texts me or she tags me in an Instagram story at her pool, like laying out on a beach chair, like Mary encouraged me to have more fun. I can't find my car keys. Somebody else is going to have to to pick up my kids, but I'm having fun. Oh my gosh. That's so true. That was like, okay, God, God was like, okay, Kristen, slow it down, slow it down. But yeah, I actually never found them. They're probably in a dump somewhere. So I had to get a locksmith to come and rekey my car, which is really hard to find a locksmith who can rekey a car with a computer chip. Like I didn't realize that was like a challenging thing, but yeah. So I now have a vehicle again. I think I lost my keys for like, I was expecting them to turn up, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to lift up a magazine or who, yeah. who reads magazines anymore, but you know what I mean? Like I'm going to lift something up and there, they're going to be surprised, but no, I think they're in the dump somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't hear that part of the story. That's insane. 
Yeah, but it all worked out. Now I, so, and the, the only thing that's sad about it is I need a new key ring, you know, like your cute little lanyard. I'm like, all right, I got to replace my lanyard. So if you, if anybody on this listening right now knows a cute lanyard, you know, send it our way. <laughs> well, I don't think I told you this the next day. I don't know, either the same day or the next day, I couldn't find my keys. You're kidding. I went to help out with, I work with the youth on Wednesday nights and I always set my key in the same spot and I was going to go out to my car to get something. And like, literally nobody could find it. They're like, where else could it be? I was like, no, I know I put it here. And I just had this sense, this feeling of like, they will turn up when you actually need them. And so I'm laughing. I'm like, whatever, like, haha, just start cursing yesterday. Like, this is what happened, whatever. And my students are like freaking out. They're like, Mary, like, where's your key? And I was like, I don't know. It'll turn up. And lo and behold, end of the night, one of my students finds my key. Where was it? It was in literally that place that we were looking. Really? It was there. It all of a sudden appeared. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so insane well you just started your own podcast yes I did so tell us a little bit about um, your podcast and why you started it okay so why I started it I felt really really called like I just it's hard to explain but I needed I needed an outlet to to serve like we were talking about serving before we started recording and I needed that outlet of just pouring into people like like un unhinged service you know with no agenda and kind of like it started I was like I you know when we talk one-on-one or when I talk one-on-one with a client or a friend I'm like that was so good I wish the rest of the world could hear that and not that I'm so inspired and amazing all the time or anything like that it's just like we we I think sometimes we lack connection in this day and age. And so we're, you know, we scroll through Instagram and Facebook and it's like, we'll see posts, we'll see reels, we'll see all this stuff, but it's not that deep. And I wanted to be able to pour into people like from my heart, like my soul. And that's really how it started. And I knew like everyone was telling me this is a terrible idea. Like it's a waste of time. You'll never make money on a podcast. And like, that's not the point. Like, that's not why I'm doing it. And so it really just started. I found it, everything lined up really well from what Mary knows. I actually, as I started this project, I got like just completely sabotaged, like so much, I would say spiritual attack. Like my family got hit hard. My finances got hit hard. And my husband even came to me. He's like, this is because you're doing that podcast. Like you're getting hit hard. And, and I was like, well, that just means I got to double down. Like it's that important. So that's what I did. I doubled down and it was really cool. Cause once I committed to doing that, um, things started lining up and I, I did one post on my social media and was like, Hey, like, what do you get? What are your guys thoughts on podcasting? Blah, blah, blah. And so many people were like, is this like, are you like trying to trick us and like get, sell us something? And I'm like, no, I'm really, yeah. Well, people are used to that these days. Like, let me, let's do a engagement post and ask a question, but I really don't care about your answer. I just want you to engage with me. You know what I mean? Like they're used to these, like, I don't know. And not some people do it authentically, but some people you can just feel their vibe behind it. So I got to look, I got some questions like that. Like, do you really want to know my opinion or is this just for engagement? Like, no, I'm actually really asking. So that was kind of funny, but I'm like, you, you poor little things. Like you're so used to just being sold for like inauthentically sold, you know? 
So, but I, through that post, it's funny because I have one friend who has had a podcast for about a year and I thought I need to reach out to her. And then another friend um, commented and she was like, I, I produce podcasts. Like that's what I'm doing right now. And like, let's chat. So I chatted with her. It turns out she produces my friend's podcast. And I was like, okay, well, that's just way too coincidental. And I, so anyway, that all like things just kind of started falling into place. And um, she's just been such a huge blessing, like so incredible to work with. Our personalities vibe so much. I'm like, all right, next step is you make me like millions and millions of dollars so I can just hire you on full time. You can project manage my business, you know, like it's just, it's been so great. But yeah, so I went into it just to serve. And the feedback I've gotten from that is just like overwhelming with like, it just, I'm, I'm so grateful. This is this like serving people really. So yeah, that's incredible. And that's such a huge like change of you went into the podcast with like, Hey, I'm here to serve and not, Hey, I'm here to make a million dollars. Right. This is one of the things that um, you had said before we started recording, which I think is so good for other people to hear because yeah, it's that expectation that I think that people have of like, Oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and like one video is just going to take off. Like it's going to be one of my first ones. And it's just like, make me thousands of dollars. I'm going to start Instagram and it's going to just like all of a sudden. And it's like, no, like that's not the reality of what happens. Right. Yeah. And I think too, like what we were saying before is we're entrepreneurs are taught to serve. We're taught that as a strategy though. And we're taught that the end game isn't service, but income. And unfortunately that really messes with well, me for someone who like wants to do things authentically wants to be, you know, like ethically and morally sound. I can't serve while also hoping that you're going to pay me. That's mm-hmm. like, that can't be in the back of my mind as I'm showing up for you. So I think we have to like, if we're called, however, we're called to serve. I think we're all called to serve just, it might look different for each of us. So however we're called to serve, we need to show up in that and like give that our, like our heart, our, our effort without an agenda, because when we have an agenda, it doesn't become service anymore. It becomes a strategy. And so for me, for me, it really messed up with, messed with my head for so long and taking so many business courses, sales courses, marketing courses, and like, like everything was served so that you can get this. And I'm like, that just doesn't feel right. And it's really interesting because I've, my podcast has only been live for two weeks. We've been working on it for a couple months, but it's only been live for two weeks. But like, like I was saying, the things that have the opportunities that have been coming to me since doing this, I'm just like, it's only been two weeks. Wow. Like this is amazing. And so, and I'm still, I don't want to expect anything from the podcast, but it's just amazing to see one God working in other people through it. And that, I mean, I would do it all day, every day, just for that. True. Truly. I'm not just saying that like that's that it has to be my main focus in life. And, but then just the other like little blessings on the side and opportunities on the side that have come to me through it. And I'm just like, all right, God, I see, I see what you're doing here. I see. It's that blind faith obedience. Yes. Of like you showing up, you push through, even when you felt the resistance, even when it felt like all hell was breaking loose. Oh yeah. 
and like it was bad mary knows (laughs) it got bad (laughs) and you stood firm on it and you didn't say like hey no this is a sign that i'm not supposed to do it you're like no this is a sign that i'm supposed to do it you felt the resistance and you're like let's freaking go yeah and that's a think I think um something that I really hope and pray people start like seeking clarity on that when you hit resistance it's not necessarily a no it's not like but I will say sometimes it is it's so interesting can I share a quick story so when we first got married you know we're in real estate we moved out of state and immediately my husband wanted to buy a house and I said well we're not planning on staying here forever so I don't know I'm I'm more conservative with our money than he is he's just like ah we're gonna buy and I clearly I was praying on it and like I was clearly God was saying I don't want you to buy and this might trigger some listeners but I do believe that my husband is like the leader of our house and but I grew up in a very strong female home. My dad left when I was eight. So like my mom was like a strong woman, all three of us, we are strong, like independent women. So, but I, I want to honor my husband. I want him to have that leadership place in my house. So I felt God is telling me, I don't want this for you, but more importantly, I need you to learn to honor your husband and submit to him right now. So whatever he says, I want you to honor it, but you, he's like, you can express what I'm saying to you, but ultimately let him lead. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me right now. Like you've got to be kidding me. So we're driving down. We were, we were lived, we were living or trying to move to Reno. We lived and worked in Tahoe at the time. So we're driving down the mountain. It's windy road. And I just remember like, okay, God, I'm going to tell him what, what you're telling me right now. And I was like, so babe, um, I really feel strongly we're not supposed to buy right now, but I just want you to know, like, whatever direction you want to go, like, I'll support you in it. He's like, yeah, we're going to buy. Okay. So long story short, we end up finding this house and the entire time I'm praying on it, we're in escrow and we are like hitting wall after wall after wall, like, but we're in real estate. So we're working with an agent out there in Reno, but, and because we're in real estate, these huge issues, we are able to like find loopholes. We're doing the, we're like, boots on the ground working this transaction and I keep saying to him like I don't think we're supposed to buy like these these are signs and he's like no 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 we're buying it we end up closing escrow and getting handed keys guys the agent says congratulations and I was like god you said you got me and here we are buying the house that you told me you didn't want for us but I honored my husband and I don't know why I'm here holding keys in my hand. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like now this is my house. So the house is in shambles. So we start demoing. We're ripping, like, I mean, there was cat poop like smashed into the carpet. There was like that faux, like from the seventies, like faux brick, which is cute now. Like, you know, all the style bloggers have it, but I'm like, this was old and grimy, like avocado green walls and stuff. So we just start tearing stuff out. That afternoon we get a call from the agent oh, oops, we didn't actually close. So don't do anything. Don't move in yet. And we're like, what? We just, we just tore out the carpet. We just tore down the, like the, the brick on the wall. Like, oh, okay. He's like, no, it'll be fine. Just the lender has, is working out some last minute things. I'm like, you handed us keys. What are you talking about? Turns out this was in 2008, June of 2008, when if anyone knows the real estate market in 2008, it literally, I mean, it 
tanked immediately, like so fast, faster than we've ever seen normal, like real estate cycles are normal, but this was like, boom. So in the amount of time, the 30 days we were in escrow, our, I think we were buying it for 80,000. Now the lender wanted to reappraise it and they estimated it was worth 47,000. So they're like, you have an option. You can not buy the house or you can come up with $40,000 to cover the difference. And we were like, huh? What? what? No, no, thanks. <laughs> you know? And I, that moment, like Jake was like, well, you know, it's just not meant to be like, I'm not doing that. So we're going to walk away. And I'm just like, Oh God, you were right. Oh my gosh. Like you did have my back. Like how I, I'm sorry. I didn't have faith. Like when, you know, and so it's so funny to think like, sometimes we think it's too late or like God didn't fall like didn't uh, follow through with what he had said. And like, I get handed keys on a property I was told I wasn't supposed to own. And he still comes through because I honored him and honored what he was calling me to do. And that was to let my husband lead and, and to give him that place in our very new family. We'd only been married a month. And so anyway, for that was kind of a long story, but my point is with the podcast, I was getting hit hard, 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 hard with like sabotage after sabotage. I mean, attack on my family, attack on my marriage, attack on my finances. Everything felt like it was falling apart, but I knew in that moment I was walking with what God was calling me to do. So I never questioned that. Not like, not once. Like I said, when it, when it started getting difficult, I'm like, I got to double down. So that being said, like when we have our eyes focused on like where we're supposed to go, what we're called to do, we'll have clarity on if this is sabotage to keep us from, from our calling, or if it's like, Hey, we're not supposed to be doing this. And it's signs quote, you know, but it's, it's a challenging thing to navigate. I think if you don't, if you're not seeking God first of what is trying to hold you back and what is trying to protect you, you know what I mean? Wow. So, Anyway, that's my story. That's huge. And okay. I'm so curious though. What ended up happening? Y'all like started to demo the house. Like, they, it- well, we felt terrible. I mean, to be honest with you, that house was so bad. We did it a favor. Like I said, there was cat feces, like smashing the carpet. There were stains upstairs that were questionable and like graffiti. Like this house is like a mess, but we love buying places like that and fixing them. So that didn't bother us. So we did it a favor, but the problem, the reason I felt bad is like someone else coming in, like it does affect your loan. Like some loans, you have to have carpet in there and things like that. So, but they ended up, um, yeah, we ended up canceling escrow and we ended up, they ended up selling it to to a cash buyer, like a a cash investor at the time. So for like, I don't know, but whatever, yeah, money they got, I don't know. I was like, that's, that's a bummer for the seller and for the agent to literally have their, their equity cut in half, you know, during those 30 days. But that was what happened back then. That was the market. It's crazy. That is crazy. Okay. I had to know though, because I was so curious on that. Aspect. Oh yeah. Yeah. The good thing is we rescued a cat. <laughs> Like I told oh. you, we were like, we were, while we were there, we were, we kept hearing meowing and we found underneath the carpet was a, like a door to like, it wasn't a basement. I mean, it was dirt under, it was a crawl space, but it was in the living room. And so we kept hearing meowing while we were working. And I'm like, dude, this house is like cat haunted. There's cat poop everywhere. It's creepy. 
and I keep hearing meowing and we finally like figured it out and there was a cat trapped in the crawl space of the house it was so skinny so we fed it and like it was just like it was so sweet I was like well I mean if nothing else we saved a cat so yay <laughs> so wow that's crazy that's so cool too on the whole discernment aspect because like having that discernment on like, Hey, is this like my sign that I don't need to go forward with this? Or is this like, this is just hitting resistance. And these are tests to be like, essentially yes. how bad do you want it? Yes. Like, are you willing to go through the fire? So it's like, um, go through the fire and you will not be burned. Mm-hmm. So like going through the fire, walking through that. Yeah. Letting yeah. yourself be refined. That's why my logo is a flame. Cause I, life is hard sometimes, you know, but when, if you are like walking with God, he will refine you and he's going to give you that clarity. He's going to show you the path. It doesn't mean you're not going to hit resistance, you know, but yeah, that's why my logo is a, is a flame. I love that. Have you heard, you probably have, but of the whole process of like iron sharpens iron, have you heard more of like what happens when iron is sharpened? No, please tell me. I, I have heard it, but I would love you to remind me. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> so I got this analogy a couple of weeks ago when I was like, this feels painful. Like it literally feels like there's like things that are like physically coming off of me, like not physically coming off of me, but like mindsets and mm. beliefs and everything. Like these things are coming off of me. These things are being removed and it's kind of painful. Mm. And you've heard iron sharpens iron, but when iron sharpens iron, it is heated first. So like going through the fire and then there are literal pieces of iron that get cut off. I got chills. <laughs> so it's wow. like, it's supposed to happen that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tried to sharpen a knife a couple of weeks ago as well. And it was like, there's like little knife flakes all over the counter. I was like, oh, I should probably clean these up. Like, you know, don't want this in my food. But yeah, yeah. aspect of like, it literally, it's supposed to come off. Yeah. It's not serving you anymore. I love that. I love that. I feel like a lot of people right now are going through that. I really do. I yeah. feel like this is a time of refinement and oh, what's the word? Yeah. Just like you said, like taking chunks of us and tossing them in the trash. And I feel like, I don't know if you feel this, but I feel like like he's been doing a work in me for a while now. Like, but I feel like all that work over the last few years is starting to like break away at all the stuff I've been holding onto for like, I mean, eight years. So it's pretty cool. I, I see a lot of people stepping up and, and I don't know if anybody listening is experiencing that where I just, I'll encourage you that, you know, it might take time. That's another thing. Uh, it really encouraged me when going through like God's word to see how, and this, hopefully this is encouraging to other people. It could be discouraging, but I think like God doesn't break his promises, but that doesn't mean he makes a promise and we see it tomorrow. And the, the, it's like, it's, we are so impatient yeah. and we want it now. And we're in this like culture of now, 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 like I can't even sit for two seconds. Like my kids are like at bedtime looking for a book and they take two minutes to look for the book. I'm like, well, I'll see what's going on on Instagram while you're doing that, you know, because I get bored. Like we're such a, like, we need to be entertained and we need the now so much, but like, you know, when, when God promised like Abraham, many nations, he promised him a son. He was going to build in this nation. It took like, I think it was 25 years for, for that's 
son to come be. And he tried to cut corners, you know, and like make it happen other ways. And it's, it's like, I try to remember that he's, I just have to show up and like trust and, but, but I'm not a, like, I don't know. I, this could be, you know, we were called to be still with God, but when he calls us to move and act and do, and, and he needs his warriors, he needs his army. Like he needs us to do stuff and to be like a new face of business, a new face of money, a new face of investing, a new face of social media. Like he needs his people. So, so yes, when God calls you to be still, he called me to be still for two years and it was really hard for me. I'm not a still person, but when he said, go, I'm like, I was like, I was always describing it. Like I am that horse at the races, like behind the gate. I'm like when you open that gate, God, I am going and I can't wait for it. And I kept trying to like, you know, break open the gate for those two years. Like, from, and he's like, stop it, Kristen, go, go back, get back. You know, you're just exhausting yourself. I, it's not time. The race is not, is not now. So, um, anyway, I just want to encourage other people who may be going through a refinement period that like he's doing a work and it may take some time, but it's his time. And it's like that there's nothing better than his timing. I'm so glad I didn't start the podcast, for example, a year ago, because like my message may have been like this convoluted the right word, you know, with things that he doesn't, didn't want me to say, or he, the people didn't need to hear. And it's just when his timing's right, there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. In our human brains, it's like, I want it now. So yeah. I so oh. relate to that. Mm-hmm. So in both your personal life and in even what you do for business, like there's a lot of waiting in it. Like you have to wait for other people. You have to wait for all of the above. What would your advice be for somebody who's in a waiting period? And like, like, how do you find contentment in the waiting? That is a very multifaceted (laughs) question. Um, First, I would say find joy in the now. Like I know, you know, talking about gratitude and being thankful is very popular, but um, joy and contentment goes a little bit deeper than just being thankful for, oh, thank you for my house. Thank you for my kids, you know, and really being able to like, that was actually something that I struggled with. Um, Like I, I have a beautiful house. I love where I live. We live in Southern California. I am beyond blessed. And, but for the longest time, I was like, no, I felt like I needed land. I don't know why I just felt like I, I need land and I was so unhappy and so ungrateful. And I felt like very lovingly to be honest, but I felt God just kind of like slapped me across the face one day, like child, you know, what are you doing? Look around you. You live in a gorgeous house in Southern California. You have a pool that looks like a resort and you're complaining and you're ungrateful. Like, do you want me to take it all away? Like I was like, Oh, Oh, And so I think so often when we're in that period of expectation and waiting, it's really like we, we have our, our eyes focused on what we're expecting rather than focus on, all right, here's where I am now. How can I be faithful with where I'm at, with the relationships I have in my life, the money in my account or the money, not in my account or the money maybe coming in my account. How can I be faithful with 
what I have today. What is God calling me to do with it right now? And maybe that is just resting and being still. Like a lot of us, it might be that because our culture is hamster wheel hustle, like super toxic hustle culture. Um, Yeah. So, but finding like that joy and honestly, what I do a lot of times when I feel, you know, and you just feel like your chest gets like heavy, your shoulders are all tensed up and you're just like, I am not okay. Something's off. I'll actually pray over the fruit of the spirit, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when I do that, God's always like, like, that's the one you need that one. You need to pray for that. And I'm like, oh, usually for me, it's patience. that's not my strong suit. Sometimes it's like all of them. Sometimes it's like, you need like five and, but it helps me bring more clarity to where I'm at and what, where, how I can realign with where he wants me right now. I totally am spacing on your original question. How do you find like contentment in the waiting? And I think that you answered it. Okay. Yeah. So that would be it's, it goes beyond the gratitude and beyond the uh, just being thankful and really, really being content with what he has and, and trusting that he's going to provide truly yeah. trusting that. That's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you, when I am able to be content though, like in every situation, it's like, yeah, there was a situation recently that I was like, God, I know I heard you correctly. And like, this isn't here yet. And I mm-hmm. thought it was supposed to be here now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's a time of like, am I going to be joyful even when it's not here yet? Yeah. And a couple of weeks before that I had a deal close and I was like on cloud nine, I was so joyful and there's power in rejoicing when these things happen. I was like, yes. oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then they ended up backing out last minute oh. and it was like, felt like it was a test for me. Of like, I literally asked while I was in that joyful space of, am I only joyful when something good happens? And then the next day, that's the message I get. And I was like, all right, well, what am I going to choose? Wow. That's good. See, and that's something that I think so many people need to grow into is being able to have self-awareness and self-reflect. And so many times we project that onto another person. You're making me feel this way or our circumstances. It's making me feel this way. And we, we value our feelings about what's going on around us more than anything. And it becomes like an idol. If I don't feel good, then, then everything's terrible, you know? And I think sometimes like you were saying, being able to be the person who self-reflects and has the self-awareness to say, okay, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. I feel crushed. Can I be the person who praises and is joyful and all this like in the hard times? And so I think that's awesome. And I think, unfortunately, I think it's rarer than, than not to have the ability to have self-awareness. Most people are afraid of it because we're afraid of what we're going to find. And if you can just, just admit that I mean, I, I love myself. I have a lot of self-love. I am God's creation. I'm made in his image, but to some extent I'm just trash. And if you just like expect to know, like, Hey, it's not going to be awesome when we self-reflect, but 
that is the only place where you can grow from. Like you have to have self-awareness to grow and to be better and to be used in a better way. Like you have to start there. And I think too many of us want to cover up and hide our flaws and our, you know, even from ourselves, we don't want to admit that we're not good enough or perfect, you know? Yeah. Cause that takes self-reflection and that's not, it's painful. It's painful. Yeah. yeah. But there's so much beauty in it. Cause when you come out like the refinement thing, I mean, when you come out the other side, you're like, Oh, that was good. It was good. Yeah. It's like, just keep walking through it. Yes. Don't sit down and just like, accept. no, like you're not going to stay there forever. Keep walking, keep going. Can't, if you pull yourself out of the fire too soon, you're just going to be an ugly blob of metal. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I feel like we could literally have like a four hour podcast talking about all the things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if people do want like a longer you know, four hours worth of content or more, um, where can they find your new reels? Cause you're on the real train and I am so on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at, it's just, it's Kristen Meneth. I'm a little bit hard to spell K R I S T I N M E N A T H. And then on, I'm on my podcast is on Apple, Spotify, and anchor, and it's the wealth and legacy builders podcast. I love it. And we'll link both of those below and y'all, I highly recommend you check it out. She has some amazing tips about literally wealth and legacy, but like what you can do right now and like that mindset. And she makes things simple. Like I love, I was telling her right before we locked on, I one of her reels popped up on Instagram and I was like, Oh, this is fire. This is so good. So she makes it simple, breaks down concepts that for me, at least were very complicated by other people. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me, Mary. You are just one of my favorite people and I'm so blessed to be here and yeah, make sure you, if you're not subscribed to Mary's podcast, subscribe right now and go follow her on everything. Cause you are literally like, I actually, I stalk you all the time. (laughs) I'll be bored. I'll be like, what's Mary up to? Let's see what's in her stories. You know, you always, you give so much of yourself and, and so much good content to to everyone. So yeah, if you're not subscribed or following Mary, on all the things go and do it. Cause she, she brings it for sure. Just having fun. We get to have fun with what we're doing. So thank you more fun in my life. So this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. She's teaching me about like, you know, building this legacy, some wealth, like different mindset, teaching her how to have fun. Like it's a great combination. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, thank you. Y'all definitely subscribe. We have the links in the show notes below so you can go and make it very easy for you. So thank you again. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. 
It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. And I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.